Welcome back, everybody, to FanRag Fantasy Baseball. I am your host, Al Melchior. And with me for this segment, very excited to have our special guest today, one of two special guests today, Trevor May of the Minnesota Twins. Trevor, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no, no. Our, my pleasure. Absolutely. Uh, got a, a lot to get to uh, with you here. But first and foremost, uh, how is your recovery from uh, Tommy John surgery going? You had the surgery uh, back in March, correct? Yes, yeah, six weeks and five days ago today. Um, it's going really well. Uh, go, everything's going exactly according to plan. Um, no setbacks yet. Um, obviously, a lot of those setbacks that, that you, you read about that guy's having or, or when you start throwing, but, uh, you know, fingers are crossed for that. Uh, but as far as how fast I'm recovering and, and where I'm at kind of, um, in, in my arm use in general, uh, you know, I'm, I'm out of the brace now. I'm, uh, kind of carrying on my day to day fairly normally. Um, and, uh, my rehab consists of a lot of, uh, holding on to a resistance band and moving it in, in several directions. Uh, hundreds of times a day so um i'm kind of in the uh the 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 plateau stage where a lot of the stuff i'm going to do for a couple weeks here is is uh kind of monotonous and and the same every day but uh you know there's a lot of guys have had this done before me and and, and come out uh stronger than ever before um so uh i'm just i'm counting down the days for sure (laughs) trying to get back out on there on the mound yeah, no, I, I, I'm sure you are. And I was going to say that that sounds incredibly tedious. Uh, so, well, so, you know, there are these various stages of the recovery. So once you get through this particular stage, what comes next? And is there, you know, obviously there's the motivation just to get back. But, uh, you know, is there anything in particular, uh, you know, that, that you know, is, is helping you to just get through this stage and on to the next one? Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I'm a very regimented guy to begin with. Uh, I've always you know, had a very, very extensive arm and uh, body care program. Um, I've changed my workout program several times over the years uh, to, to, you know, to uh, solve some problem that I saw myself having through the year. So, you know, it's just another stage in that, in my development kind of as a professional. So, um, you know, these are things kind of that I'd be learning regardless if it was Tommy John or if I were healthy this year. So I just think about it that way. And, uh, the only difference is I can't actually be on a, on a field, which, which that's the hardest part, obviously. But, uh, yeah. so like the next step here, uh, eight weeks is another kind of ramp up a little bit. So things weight goes up a little bit. Um, uh, the, the difficulty of, of some stuff we're doing and then like total body workout things that involve me holding myself up with my arm and stuff, uh, start to get phased in. So I'm able to do more, uh, I'm kind of a big yoga and Pilates guy, things that I've added, I added, uh, Pilates a lot this off season, but, um, you know, I know from our conversations in the past that you kind of, you might know that about me. So, uh, yeah. um, so I've, I've been, uh, you know, kind of itching to get going on that stuff. And to be honest, it's hard not to get a little fat when you can't do anything. So, uh, <laughs> uh now to the point where I can, you know, I, I had my gracilis in my um, hamstring harvested to replace my UCL, so I had to rehab. I've been having to rehab my left leg in addition to my right arm. So running and stuff was kind of off the, off the table there for at least a month. Um, but now I've kicked it up quite a bit. Um, you know, getting a good sweat going feels really, really good to be honest. So, um, but yeah, the next the next step is to up the weight and uh, up the up the workout to kind of tune that body into a, a new machine again. Um, 
and you know there are silver linings to every situation and and i i did have a a back issue last year which was just some overcompensation of some muscles i got in some bad uh like patterns 24 7 a day of how i'd sit walk stand uh do my day-to-day that was just not allowing my back to relax uh, i fixed those problems um and unfortunately something else happened but uh you know having a year uh, of, of bullets per se left, you know, uh, to, to, to conserve in your, your body, uh, slows down the, the breakdown process kind of a little bit and you're able to kind of get everything right without having to perform on the field. So, um, that's kind of the, my mindset right now, just moving forward. Yeah. Well, you know, you've alluded in a few places to having to make adjustments, uh, you know, trying to fix what you see as a problem. Uh, you know, you've gone back and forth with, with different roles. So, you know, you've, in, in, you know, relatively young career, uh, you've had to make a lot of changes. And this is something that comes up on this show pretty much every day where we talk about pitchers who have made some sort of adjustment. And just on yesterday's show, we talked about, uh, I had uh, my colleague Greg Jewett on, and we were talking about Jason Vargas and the start he's having to the year. We talked a little bit about Josh Tomlin uh, and your t- your teammate, Hector Santiago. He didn't come up in this particular conversation, but I've noticed, uh, I think anybody who's looked at the numbers has noticed, he's been a, a bit of a different pitcher this year, much better control. And you went through that, I know, yourself uh, a couple years ago. Uh, where in the minor leagues, you had some issues with control, and then you worked very hard and, and really in the major leagues, you've been an excellent control pitcher. So what are the particular challenges and struggles that a pitcher, uh, you know, using your own experience would face in making a, you know, a big concerted change and then maintaining that, that new level of success? Uh, Cause we see plenty of examples of pitchers who, you know, look great and different for one or two months. And then they're, they're back to, to who they had been previously. Well, the hardest thing to do. And so, you know, what a lot of people hear in their day-to-day lives and their own jobs and their own, you know, uh, how to improve or be the best or whatever you do is you got to make adjustments. You got to make adjustments, right? Everyone's always like, you know, adjust to the situation. But the what people don't ever talk about is the layer below that, um, especially as a baseball pitcher. You do something that got you or, or gives you uh, uh, success or, or possibly in even in times – where that's hard to sift through and see like if you're having a poor start, maybe something gets you out of it. Uh, that, that is a positive, but all you can see is negatives because of how everything went. Um, it's separating what, okay, I need to make an adjustment, but what is fine, how it is, uh, what was just out of my control. And then what also, or what can I improve on? And, and, and the con- the problem is you have to make that distinction like daily things might change. Uh, um, and then you add physical fatigue in where, you know, small little incremental changes in your arm slot or something, uh, make the ball look bigger to a hitter. And you just are like, what my stuff's not different. I'm not throwing any softer, you know, the common indicators, you just don't know what it is. And maybe it takes, takes some guys longer than others. Um, Hector's a guy I saw, he threw against us, you know, three, three times, I think in seven games in 2015, right. When he was an all-star, um, 16, he struggled at the beginning of the year last year with control, obviously, and he just wasn't command. Uh, control, yes, you can say control because of walks, but command, even when he was in the strike zone, it wasn't where he wanted to be. Um, and <clears throat> he told me, you know, I was just trying to work both sides of the plate and use my sinker a little more on this and that and keeping the ball down. But Hector's a dude who, a guy who has kind of that, uh, uh, that weird 
he does that little cock thing with his shoulder, so he hides the ball for a really, really long time. I don't know if you noticed that about him, but and he makes every, everyone who hits against him says it looks like he's throwing harder than he is. So um, when you have that kind of thing, that, that that spin rate kind of rise ball, and he misses up in the zone a little bit, but it guys swing and miss at it, so he gets strikeouts to that pitch up there. Um, if you can, you know, I feel like he when he consistently lets himself kind of throw that ball up and into righties consistently and get swings on it and then can hit hit the top part of the zone there, it opens everything up for him, and that's when you see him. That's why he goes from you know struggling for a, a, quite a bit of time and looking not great at all to being lights out. And he has that kind of special stuff. So in 15, he had it all year. Um, or for you know three-quarters of the year. I know he struggled there yeah. a little bit at the end. But last year, he struggled for the first half and then came to us and turned it on there at the end. Um, and it might be something mechanically, like at some point your arm gets tight, but it doesn't hurt, you know, and then you start adjusting your mechanics so that you feel looser or whatever. And over two months, then you realize you're throwing completely different than you were and no one caught it because it's up to you. Um, that's things that you see, see, you know, pitcher to pitcher, uh, guy to guy. Um, and, and, but, and that sounds like I'm saying you know how to make physical adjustments. Yeah, that's part of it. But in the end of the day, you need to be able to one, uh, be open to the fact uh, to change anything. You got to be coachable. This is the mental side. You got to be open to it. You got to be ready to go. Um, and and you got you got you have to have the wherewithal to to uh, when you need to be stubborn on something and or and when you need to you need to give in to come changing something that might be comfortable to you but isn't working. That's the thing I think that people run into hardest. Uh, most and there are certain guys that are very 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 stubborn in the game and it takes them longer to make a change um, that's why that's kind of the psychology between um, keeping a guy up um, that's struggling right and you wanted to work through things mm-hmm. like a rookie and then some rookies just get sent right down you know what's the difference between those guys um, and a lot of times it's the difference if you, you you know that a guy's doing the right things and you can see that the adjustments he's making are going to work out or you see a guy that's up over his head and isn't going to make the changes. The only way to get him to, to say, you know, screw it. I'm, I'm going to change these things instead of worrying about, you know, results constantly is to send him down so he can. So it's that catalyst basically. Um, everyone's got to have the catalyst. And, and for me as a, uh, as a player, I, I decided that, you know, I, I was terrible my rookie year, uh, that horrendous. Um, and it was embarrassing. I was embarrassed. But I decided that, you know, I, I've had in my career a couple of times where I gave into that stuff and it took getting sent down to be a catalyst. Like I got sent down from high to low A um, after having a really, really great year in low A the year before. And that was, I was 19 or 20 and I was just like devastated. I was like, this is the wrong way. Like, is, am I, am I, can I do this? Um, and it served as a catalyst. Like I'm going to make the changes. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop some of the stupid stuff I'm doing. Uh, mentally and losing it a little bit. Um, and I'm going to continue to work and work and work and work. And I made that decision that I'm going to do it here. I'm going to show that I know what I'm doing, that I can handle it so that I don't need that catalyst. I'm going to create the catalyst myself. So, um, you know, I, I, I finished the year very, very strong in 15, I felt like, and then last year I was hampered by injuries. So where I am, you know, I can give you my personal experience for where I am right now and how those adjustments are going to come and play in the future of my career is it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's important to know, um, kind of, uh, I, to me taking that, that, that uh, mindset that it's, it's, it, you can silver lining it that I can't pitch, but if I can't pitch, I'm going to do, I'm going to funnel my work ethic into other 
parts that are going to not only make me a really, really, uh, the really great player that I think that, and I know I can be, um, but I'm going to be mentally and physically so ready that I'm, that, um, every time any doubt comes into my mind when I pitch again, I'm going to think about all the times I was, I wasn't able to pitch and, and how badly I wanted to go be, um, um, the guy that they're showing highlights constantly on, on uh, MLB TV <laughs> when I'm running on the treadmill. That's, that's, I wanted to, I, I kept checking myself in at those moments to be like, remember, you're, you know, you're in minute 40 of your run right now and you're don't want to run anymore and you want to play. So. Yeah. Trevor, I'm really sorry. We got to head to break, but I just want to thank you so much for sharing the time and the insight with us today. So uh, yeah, check no uh, Trevor out on Twitter. Great stuff. And good luck to you, Trevor. Thank you.